0: You're listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network.
1: Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Afterbuzz TV presents Chatting with Kathy. Sit-down interviews with Hollywood's leading actors, artists, and entrepreneurs. And now, your host of Chatting with Kathy, Kathy Kelly. Hello everyone, Bing is for doing, and today we are doing another interview on Chatting with Kathy right here on AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm your host, Kathy Kelly, and joining me today is the incredibly talented singer and songwriter who got her start on YouTube doing covers, Kate Weston. I'm so excited to hear how you transitioned from doing YouTube covers to now having your song in a ma- major motion Hollywood picture. Yeah, I'm extremely excited. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's mind-blowing.
0: Did you ever sing? That you would achieve that success? No. I started putting up covers on YouTube four years ago, not thinking I would even get any views or any subscribers, but I went from 60 subscribers. I won a contest, my subscribers jumped. Um, Ellen DeGeneres called up yeah. and was like, Hey, we want you on our show. That, you know, sent my subscribers up. I got to be on her show, which was absolutely incredible. And then after that, I moved to LA and I'm sitting here with however many subscribers (laughs) a single on this big
1: motion picture so i'm really excited crazy well i want to talk about all of your music but first got to take it back to the very beginning Mm -hmm. you grew up in upstate new york musical family i guess your sister is uh she does music as well she your grandmother went to juilliard for piano yeah so was music always a part of your family well
0: growing up it wasn't i was actually a a dancer and gymnast for 14 years before i decided i wanted to be
1: a singer so performing was always kind of uh, a aspect in your yeah. growing up. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, um, I want to know. I mean, you have the, this musical family. You didn't start performing until junior year of high school. Yeah. And what was your first performance? I had a solo in my high school chorus,
0: choir. And really? Yeah. Yeah. I was extremely nervous. Was it like in front of a bunch of people? It was in front of my. It was in front of my school, and then like entire the pe- Yeah. Oh it was gosh. it was so nerve-wracking, but after that moment, that's when I was like, okay, I think I could do this. How many people were there? It was probably a good 200. Okay. Yeah. That's
1: pressure. Yeah, but a, it went well. Bit. Yeah, it went really well. And then really you well. just fell in love with it or
0: mm-hmm. That's yeah. great. I started uploading videos on YouTube after that, shortly after that.
1: And at the time, um I mean you were singing other people's songs, was there ever any aspiration at that point to do original music? No, at
0: that point I really didn't have any inspiration or life experience really to write you my were so own young. music. <laughs> yeah, and I I just wanted to continue to cover other people's music, but a little bit later I started Wanting to write my own stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. And you didn't pick up the guitar piano until just a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Has that been difficult or easy to learn at this point? You know, my grandma, having her like go to Julia and
0: everything, she's incredible. Yeah. I wish my parents put me in piano lessons with her when I was like four. But um, I've taught myself I'm getting – better at piano guitar not so much but
1: piano definitely Mm -hmm. it's something
0: that I want to strive to do live and everything yeah
1: and your cousin used to play for you yes backup yeah so uh I struggled with sheet music when I was trying to learn piano Mm -hmm. when I was little so do you learn via uh like sounding it out or through like reading the notes
0: honestly I don't know anything about that I watch I watch like people's YouTube videos, really, yeah, on how to play and everything, and I kind of learned from that. And also, my cousin taught me a few things. I think that's but, so
1: cool, like what you can learn from YouTube these days. Everything. Like you can learn how to do makeup, your you hair. can learn how to cook, you can learn how to do your hair, mm-hmm. learn how to read music or do music. That's so cool. Yeah, it's it's really awesome. So what are what are you focused on now? It's just guitar and piano, 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 piano. Okay, yes, cool. And then you have other people playing guitar and stuff. Cool. Yeah. So I know that you, when you were growing up, you auditioned for several different singing competition shows from Idol, X Factor, pretty much everything, right? Yeah,
0: you know, I auditioned a total of seven times. American Idol, America's Got Talent, The Voice, X Factor, all the shows. And it was actually after not making any of those shows that I was like, okay, I need to take this YouTube thing seriously. Yeah. And YouTube has done so
1: much more for me than any of the TV shows ever. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, one, I don't understand how you weren't chosen to be on one of those shows because I think you're really good. But two, like how do you not get discouraged after you get turned down from one of those shows? There's
0: so many no's you hear in this industry and like being a part of, you know, this industry, there's a lot of doors that will slam in your face. There's a lot of people that won't believe in you, won't see it, but you need to focus on the people that do see it because those people are going to take you the furthest in your career. And that's what I try to stay focused on when I do get those letdowns yeah. you know it's only it's only pushing you to another opportunity that's going to be better so
1: which was the first
0: one that you auditioned for American Idol i was so heartbroken i thought i was like this is it i'm going to make it <sighs> and i remember it was i was standing in the rain in boston and like i had i like got this outfit together that I thought was so cute and so, like, trendy and, like, unique and made me look awesome. It was really, like, I looked like a middle schooler. Like, oh, it, we it always was, look back at yeah, those things and were like, what were well, we like, thinking? I was so heartbroken. I remember going home and just crying. But then, like, I kept auditioning for more and more shows. Yeah. And what I learned from those experiences was just, like, take every moment in like when i would go to x factor and all the other shows i would make so many friends and i'd call them line buddies whatever and i'm still to
1: this day friends with these people so honestly like it was all good uh, like a really great experience that's incredible like that you can still keep in touch with those people and that you took away so much from it yeah how old were you when you did the first one i was 18 or 19 okay yeah and you said it was American Idol. American Idol. What? How long did you have to wait in line? I've heard that oh it's my, hours. I got there at four in the morning, and
0: I didn't audition till probably actually two o'clock in the afternoon. But then X Factor, I got there at like five and didn't audition till six o'clock at night.
1: Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how. I've heard story like horror stories almost of incredibly talented people going into, you know, these arenas or wherever they're located mm-hmm. and then getting turned away at the end of the day because they had been there for 14 hours and the judges had seen too many people.
0: Yeah. Even though you I have mean, the number. you're one out of thousands of people there and they're seeing so many people in those days. You really can't take offense to not getting
1: through mm-hmm. because there are so many, Yeah, you know. So after this is when you really devoted your time to YouTube. hmm And you started uploading covers, um, and how did you choose which covers to upload? Um, Well, to get the views or whatever, people are searching for the
0: songs that are, like, top ten or the the songs that are rising. So I covered Katy Perry's Firework. I remember when it was really popular, and that's the video that the producers at Ellen saw. And that's kind of when, like, it was my first video to ever – go over, like, 100,000 views, yeah. which was incredible, because all my other videos had, like, 500 views, and I was like, <laughs> yes!
1: Over 100, It just know? takes one, though. Yeah, it just and takes And it's one. persistence, uh-huh. a lot of the time. So, um, I mean, now, so many of your videos have over 100, I mean, they're all, like, at hundreds of thousands of it's views. So, it's so crazy. And, I mean, did you do research leading up to starting to do YouTube, since, I mean, it sounds like you know a lot about it. Um, when I first started, no. I was, like, I'm going to put – I was first
0: scared to put YouTube covers up because I was like kids in my high school are going to see me singing or just like the comments. Also, people can just get on YouTube. They can be mean. They can be really mean. And I've experienced some incredibly rude comments. But at this point, I just don't even focus on that anymore. But um, no, I kind of just went for it. I just started uploading the videos, not thinking anything would come from it. But
1: it's been really nice. Yeah, (laughs) I feel like – a lot of the time, I mean, I'm sure most of your comments are positive. I saw, like, all of the ones on your new video. They're all, Thank like, you. across the board. So many likes. It's crazy. Um, but... There are – when there is a talented person out there, I feel like there's always going to be at least one person who's trying to bring them down just because they're jealous, not yeah. because of anything else. That's what
0: the dislike bar is for. The Till Death Do Us Part has about maybe six dislikes and over yeah. 1,000 likes. It, thousands
1: well, of likes. <laughs> I honestly don't
0: see the point in disliking any video. Mm-hmm. I don't even know why that's even there, but some people, you know,
1: yeah, whatever. But over, overall, it's been completely positive. Um, What was the reaction from your friends and your peers at high school? It was so crazy. I mean, are you talking about the Till Death Do Us part? No, or just, just the from YouTube, uploading YouTube videos in general. You
0: know, a lot of kids in high school didn't know I sang. I was I was kind of shy in high school. Like, with my friends outside of school, I was whatever. But um, they, were, they were really excited and happy for me. And at this point, my hometown support is so incredible. I post a video. They're sharing it. And they're just so excited for me, which just makes me so happy. And I just feel so incredibly blessed yeah. that they're so supportive. Do you get to go home a lot? I actually was just home.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, I went to New York. How long? I was there for four days. Okay, yeah. So you got to see friends and family and stuff. Mm-hmm. I got heard to eat some New York pizza. I heard that when you originally moved out to LA, you told your mom that you were going to be gone for two weeks, and then ended up staying. Yeah, I mean the plan
0: originally was just to stay forever, but I told her two. Weeks. <laughs> I was like, Mom, I'm going to be back in two weeks. I'll see you in two weeks. But I bought a one way really yeah i still have that
1: little ticket did you move out here knowing people or no knowing where you were going to stay anything like that my cousin was here so i slept on his couch but then like i met some friends who then lent me
0: their couch to sleep on so it was a good like two months that i was couch hopping Uh and then i met some really awesome people who gave me a roof over my head and a job how was that transition like how did your mom and the rest of your family react um, it was a reality check for me for sure, but my mom was like, you need to get a job. You need to, a, pl- a place to live. You can't be homeless. And I'm like, I understand and I'm going to do this. You just need to let me do this and let me prove myself that I can do this. Um, I'm just happy with how everything worked out. You know, my first job out here was a waitress and I was so bad. I was the worst. It was the most stressful job I could have ever. Where at? It was at Pomodoro. It was an okay. Italian restaurant. I had to memorize all these Italian words and I, <laughs> terrible. But, Any horror stories from working there? I mean, someone ordered a glass of water, and I brought them out a glass of ice. Like, simple order, right? (laughs) I quit after, like, four months.
1: You're so cute. It was too stressful. (laughs) I couldn't handle it. People yeah. yeah. Um, So before moving out, you were actually attending Rochester Institute of Technology. You took a semester off, and then you didn't go back, right? No, I took a leave of absence. Okay. Currently probably still on. (laughs) (laughs) So what was the goal before? Like, what were you studying when you were there? I
0: was studying photography.
1: Okay. Yeah. And so the goal was to potentially be a photographer? Yeah,
0: be a photographer. But then the music thing, like YouTube, just kind of blew up and... I was like, this is not where my focus is
1: right now. It's in music. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about the Ellen DeGeneres show for a minute. So when you did get the call from producers, I know that they found you on YouTube. When you got that call, what was your reaction?
0: I was walking through Barnes & Noble up at school, like, getting homework, getting school supplies. I dropped everything, started crying. Everyone was, like, looking at me like, "Why? what is wrong with that girl? And I, like, ran home. It was the most exciting feeling because before that I was just playing in like cafes Mm -hmm. you know and at that point I only had about 6,000 subscribers and which is still a lot it it is still a lot but I didn't think I was out of all you know the YouTube artists out there I was going to be the one that got that call it's like hey we want to fly you out they flew me out an hour after my like last final I
1: completely bombed it like left half of it blank I was like (sighs) I can't do this oh my gosh yeah and then I mean Ellen DeGeneres she's produced so many or not produced but she's had so many guests from YouTube come on who are now I mean they're superstars like Grace and Chance is huge mm-hmm. all these other people so was that like pressure at all cuz this was 2 years ago at the time It was a lot of pressure it was
0: it was extremely nerve-wracking I completely like blacked out the performance, like you look so adorable on it. But I like, was I see so you excited. Out. I watched it. And you
1: walked out, and you're just like, "Oh
0: my gosh Like, thank you for having me. You're yeah. so cute. They prep you before the show, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Okay, these are the questions she's gonna ask." And I'm sitting backstage, just so anxious, like answering them. When I got out there, forgot everything that I was gonna <laughs> say. I was like, bah! you know, it's you, you know." And they don't let you see Ellen until you're actually there. The, oh, yeah. So that would I mean, I was 20 years old, I believe. It was my first time ever on national TV, and it was Ellen DeGeneres. I was – it was so crazy. I cried a lot. What was the experience like overall? It was incredible, something that I'll never forget and something that I'm just so happy that I got to experience because Ellen is so wonderful. Everyone behind the scenes is so nice. Like that show is just filled with so much positivity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I loved it. Did anyone
1: come with you on the trip? Um, My cousin Sean played for me. Okay, and that was it? Yeah. You didn't have, like, parent-parental support, like, oh, you're going to do so well. My mom had a party back at home in the basement with, like, the whole town. So overall, like, from when you got the call to being on the show, how, what was the time frame between that? It was, I think, like, a week and a half, two weeks maybe. That's pretty short.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It was a lot of prepping, like I was, like, <laughs> and I was
1: in the midst of like studying for finals. Yeah, it was not happening. You didn't think about now. anything other than that, I'm mm-hmm. sure. So you said after the show, YouTube numbers just skyrocketed. Yeah. And did you see a change in your fan base? Do you think like you gained a lot of people from that show, or they were just fans of Ellen?
0: Yeah, you know, my Facebook jumped as well, in my Twitter account. But um, a few months after being on that show, I got invited to open up for like. Kurt Schneider, Mm -hmm. Tiffany Alvord, Megan and Liz and a bunch of really big YouTubers that I looked up to and was watching so that was really cool because that was my first time like you know with the whole internet world you see these people on a computer screen and getting to meet them in person
1: it's just so cool because it's like okay you are real they are kind of I mean like YouTube celebrities are now celebrities it's changing the way that this industry is and you know while you have those Brad Pitts and people like that it seems like YouTube is almost taking over. Like, they have... It's a new industry. Like millions of subscribers. It. And then I know a lot of them do collaborations. You did a collaboration with Alex G. mm mm-hmm. Alexa G. Um, and then... Uh Kurt Schneider was also in that video. So is that how you got linked up with them?
0: Yeah, um, performing and opening up for Kurt Schneider and everything. That's how I originally met them. And then when I moved out to L.A., that was the same time that all the YouTube artists had moved out to L.A. So we kind of all just mingled and were like, let's all be friends in real life.
1: (laughs) Is there any YouTube artists that you really want to work with who you haven't yet? Voice Avenue. Okay. They're so good. Yeah. Their covers are ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And then – it seems like a lot of YouTube artists are now they got their start just like you, where they were uploading covers and then now they're uploading originals so when did you make that transition from the from covers, covers to, to, to originals um it was about two years ago, honestly when
0: I got sick and tired of covering other people's like songs yeah. you know because you could only put so much originality into someone else's mm-hmm. song, and I just kind of wanted people to figure out. Who I was as an art- artist with my original content, and I've been extremely like pleased with people's like reactions to my original music because it is nerve wracking
1: putting that up there because people are so used to hearing your covers. Yeah. I mean, your first original that you put up there has what 150 thousand views at this point, yeah. and your new one, your new video which you just released for "Till Death Do Us Part" has already like 40,000 views. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. I'm really excited. (laughs) (laughs) So where do you get your inspiration for your originals? It's either from my own life experiences or from others.
0: You know, Carry Me Home, my first song that I wrote was about um, a girl whose boyfriend had passed away overseas. And I was like, this happens to way, like way too many people. Mm -hmm. So when I wrote it, the comments that I got were the the most like rewarding because these people were like thanking me. Mm Mm-hmm for what I had written for them. And I'm like, no, thank thank you for being so, like, responsive to this.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, it's cool to hear songs that aren't like, oh, it's a breakup or, you know, like, Mm -hmm. there are so many songs, I feel like, that are poppy right now that are just... They're all, you know, either about getting drunk at a club or, you know, breaking up with your boyfriend or hooking up with someone. And so having these songs with, you know, real life experiences, whether they're yours or someone else's, is kind of cool because it's different. Yeah. I just want
0: people to be able to connect emotionally to my music, you know, take them away from their problems Mm -hmm. or be able to relate and be able to be like, I'm not the only one going through this right now. You know, just a
1: reassurance to them. How would you describe your music to someone who's never heard it before? Like, the, the sound of it. Oh, gosh. This question. Um, <laughs> it's,
0: it's so difficult because it's like, like, for me, my music is an emotional, an emotional roller rollercoaster. I, I don't really know. Like, it, it's an emotional, edgy mm-hmm. piece of work that yeah. I just want people to, like, when they hear it, just to feel something mm-hmm. you know that that's all that matters to me when i'm performing is that people like feel something and i can take them away from their
1: everyday yeah. issues in life so and i know you're also going to get this question a lot but i know jesse J is a huge inspiration of yours mm-hmm. you've looked up to her what other artists do you look up to macklemore i, lo-
0: macklemore. I love macklemore <laughs> i love him i would love to collab with him one day but Demi lovato i love i yeah. love artists that can write music that is so like that makes them so vul- vulnerable because that's the type of music that I love. You know, if I can cry to your music, Same
1: Love is so amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, that song is a movement in itself. Yeah. And it's just so good. When can fans expect more original songs from you? I know you're working on a, a full-length album now, right? Yeah, I'm working on originals right now. Hopefully sometime in 2014.
0: <laughs> I, can't, I can't set a date because it's like, you know, I was writing a bunch of songs and then all of a sudden this Romeo and Juliet project came up. And so stuff just out of nowhere sometimes.
1: Yeah. So how did that?
0: How did you get approached for that? My management, DePass Jones Entertainment, they had seen an early screening and they of the movie and they approached the the um, producers of the film, who then were like, "Hey, I have an artist, Kate, that should sing a song for." the movie, and I, after just watching the trailer, was so inspired by the story. I went home, wrote the song in two hours, which never happens. Wow. Yeah, and that never happens. I was just so inspired by the story, and Haley and Douglas Booth, they do an incredible job. Yeah. And um I didn't think anything would come of it, but now, you know, it's the single for the movie, and mm-hmm. I just... I'm so excited.
1: I heard that the new Romeo and Juliet almost wasn't going to come out because they didn't think that it would resonate with younger audiences, Mm -hmm. but, I mean, clearly it's gotten so much buzz. Haley Steinfeld is freaking phenomenal. I haven't seen it yet, but I know you attended the premiere last week. Yeah. And how was that experience, walking the red carpet? It's walking the red carpet. <laughs> awesome. Walking the red carpet was
0: amazing. Um the photographers, everything. It was my first time being on a carpet and yeah. people screaming my name and like, "Look this way." And I'm just like, "Okay, I can do this." And um just being around the entire cast. Everyone is so talented. Being around a group of people who have done so much incredible work. Like for me was so was so crazy. But um the movie is amazing because it's such a younger, youthful take mm-hmm. on Romeo and Juliet. When you're watching the movie, it doesn't feel like you're even watching Shakespeare. It's just, it's it's really good. It's a really good, like, version
1: of yeah. the movie. Have you gotten a lot of comparisons to Haley? Because yes. I feel like you guys <laughs> look like sisters. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, people have been like, you guys look
0: alike, you know. Yeah.
1: yeah, and I know before we started taping today, you told me that Haley actually messaged you mm-hmm. because she was just so blown away by the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really, that meant a lot to me because she didn't have to do that. But. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that must be so special, just hearing from someone who... Was in the movie and everything. Yeah. It means a lot. So your new music that you're working on, is it kind of in the same vein of what you've been doing before? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's going to be ballady, a mix of ballads and pop, you mm-hmm. know, like really energetic stuff, but I love the ballads. I, like, I say that your music sounds soulful almost, because you've got like that raspy voice, but it's also got like the the, you know, realness in it. Thank you. So, Thank you. Um, any advice that you have for people trying to start their own, you know, YouTube channel? Just to work hard every day. Never let
0: a no um, stop you from doing something because I've heard plenty of them. I've been in rooms where people just literally are like, I don't see it. And really? Yeah. I, I've like, it's so I've so tough out I've here, been yeah. in, I've been in meetings where people just are kind of like okay i'll give you a call you never hear the call you know that meeting you're never going to see them or hear from them again Mm -hmm. but that can't stop you and you just have to work hard really like every day
1: yeah i mean this industry is full of no's like we've said before Mm -hmm. it's just it's crazy how much rejection you can get but then also you don't know if you know you were second in line for something even if you didn't get whatever it is yeah so just keep better is
0: always in the future
1: yeah i mean you're such a positive person how do you stay positive through all of this
0: I kind of have to because it's like, like I have my moments where I'm really down, but then I'm like, okay, this is literally doing nothing for me right now. Mm-hmm. Like being like negativity only attracts more negativity. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I'm just like, there's no point. You know, I let myself at times have my moments to, you know, be a little dramatic and be like, oh, poor me. But then I'm like, no, not poor me because I've, I've had opportunity after opportunity out here and you
1: need to focus on that because that will attract more yeah. opportunity. So I know you're busy writing your new album right now, but what do you do when you do get free time? Um, I go on hikes to the Hollywood sign with friends.
0: <laughs> I, um. Hiking's so popular in LA. It I is. Love I'm it. like, I might as well just do it like everyone else is doing it, but I like going on adventures. There's some place called like Sprinkles Cupcakes. That place is great. Uh, place I go there all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I try not to go there all the time, but the ice cream place right next door is great too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like to eat. So like, Going and trying out new
1: restaurants and stuff. And there's like so that. many things. There's to so
0: do. many. Mm-hmm. It's overwhelming.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, this is a hypothetical question, but you get the new update on your iPhone, but before you do that, you have to delete a lot of stuff. Delete your entire music, like, catalog completely, but you can save one song. Which song do you save?
0: Oh, um, <laughs> um, Hunter Hayes' I Want Crazy. Okay. It's a fun, upbeat song. Gives yeah. Me happy.
1: Is that, like, what you're listening to right now? Mm-hmm. Okay. What um, artists did you listen to growing up then? I was listening to, like,
0: Christina Aguilera, Mariah Carey. I remember Christina Aguilera's MTV VMA performance. She was, like, in this red dress. And I was in my basement, like, reenacting every bit of it. Like, she falls to her knees, and I, like, did the same thing. <sighs> yeah. This was, like, alone in my basement when I was younger, but...
1: I did the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> For Britney Spears, I think. Exactly. <laughs> but, um, So is there anyone's career that you hope to emulate?
0: I would say Demi Lovato and Macklemore. Macklemore has done it, like, on his own, basically, you know? And people gravitated to his music. You know, he didn't have a big machine behind him doing anything. People just gravitated to him solely because they loved what he was doing. So definitely him.
1: Yeah. Um, Any aspirations to do anything else in the industry or just focus on music?
0: Focusing on music right now. You know, like that's that's where the main focus is. If something else, like an idea comes up, I'll definitely, you know, be open Mm -hmm. to stuff. But I can't act. Maybe one day. Maybe (laughs) maybe one day I'll be an actress. But for now,
1: focusing on music. There are a lot of crossovers. I mean, Taylor Swift's now doing movies and Mm -hmm. goes both ways. So (laughs) One day. Maybe one day. (laughs) Um, So... Moving forward, what do you hope to accomplish in both your career and in your life? I just hope to get to a point in my life where I'm
0: performing for just a, like a large group of people that yeah. like I can also inspire. You know, I just I want my music to be heard by a lot of people so that I can help others. I don't know I want my music to be therapeutic for people. That's the main drive. That's what keeps me going. Yeah. You
1: know? Do you do charity work? I know. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. THON is a um, is a pediatric cancer benefit at Penn State. And it's. I went there and got to perform in front of 15,000 people. But most importantly, I got to meet the kids who either were going through treatment or have been, you know, um, they don't have their cancers anymore. And it's just so inspiring meeting them because it's like they teach you so much about life that you never, you know, knew or got to experience. Yeah. So – they're awesome.
1: I heard one day you wanted to um, participate in Make-A-Wish. Yeah. Hopefully. The biggest dream for me is, like, if I ever
0: one day got to be someone's wish for the Make-A-Wish Foundation, yeah. like, get to a point in my life where kid, someone is so inspired by, you know, yeah. what I do that they just want to hang out with me, I will give them the best day ever. Like, that That <laughs> will mean a lot to me.
1: Yeah. So, um, for your fans who, you know, like, they've been with you from the beginning, are you still planning to do some covers here and there?
0: Yeah. Definitely. Yeah? Definitely.
1: Definitely. Focusing more
0: on the originals, but I will continue always to put out covers.
1: And then performances in the future? Hopefully, yes. None set right now, yeah. but soon. Um, if you ever do go on tour, who would your ideal tour mates be? Tour mates? Yeah. Like, Like, like who would you tour and- with? Oh, like music, other. Musicians, oh, yeah. Oh, gosh.
0: Um, Demi Lovato, Macklemore, Jesse J would be awesome. Yeah. Um, Katy Perry. Okay. Yeah. I could see
1: that. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to give us a little, can you sing for us? Oh gosh, what do I do? I don't know. Um, ABCs. I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't even know what song to do. Um, or where can they find your music? YouTube. Okay.
0: YouTube, iTunes. If you type in Kate Weston, you can find me on YouTube and iTunes as well. You can purchase Till Death Do Us Part on iTunes right now. Cool. Mm-hmm.
1: And that just came out, what? Two, three weeks ago? Yes, two weeks ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, shameless plug section, um, plug away, Twitter, recipe music, you already did YouTube. You can follow me on Twitter at Kate Weston, that's K-A-I-T-W-E-S-T-O-N,
0: facebook.com slash Kate Weston, and youtube.com slash Caitlin
1: Ann with four N's. Awesome. Well Caitlin, thank you so much for joining us today. And if you guys are fans of Chatting with Kathy or Kate Weston, you can go and subscribe to our iTunes channel. Just go to iTunes, type in Afterbuzz TV. You can find all the chatting with Kathy episodes along with this one from today. You can also find us on YouTube.com slash AfterbuzzTV. You can find me on Twitter at Katherine Kelly and AfterbuzzTV on Twitter at AfterBuzz TV. So thank you so much for tuning in again. Thank you, Kate. Thank you, you were for having so me. So freaking adorable, <laughs> thank you. Um, and I love your music. So definitely check it out. Yeah, what she said. <laughs> thank you. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com.